Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hello and welcome to another episode of All by the Popcorn. I'm Emily. And I'm Alessandra. And today we are going to talk about episode 17 of the Chronicles of Young Indiana Jones. It's called Masks of Evil. I'm so sorry that it's taken us so long to watch the next episode. I feel like every time I said this last it's, time, it it just it's feels just getting like longer and longer. <laughs> it's getting and longer we're so close and to the end. We, I know. we just got to finish it. I just feel like the last one was months and months ago, but like also it doesn't feel like it was that long ago. So I don't know what's up with <laughs> with these shows. Oh man, but this one was a doozy. Um, it sure was. Um, I don't, I don't know what it is with, and I don't know if they've always been like this. I just feel like it's getting worse. Where like the second half is like a totally different feel than the first half. Like they just do not. They, yeah. they just don't seem like they they <laughs> they mesh well. Like they're just I don't yeah, know. Yeah, I it, agree. I agree. Um, well, I like, did like see fir- yeah. in the credits that the second half was directed by somebody else. So. I feel like they just didn't go together. They did one of those uh, transition transitions. <laughs> I mean, they cut like it was a pretty normal transition, but yeah, yeah it seemed normal. Yeah, I just think like if we just had one movie of each of these episodes, it would have been better. Right, definitely. Just in general, because well, okay, we'll talk about it. Yeah, well, we'll we'll get we'll get to all of that in our reflection time at the very end. Okay. Um, all right. So, so the first half, <laughs> Indy is in Istanbul, so the, right? Okay. I was wondering where he was. I was like, because the agency was called the Balk the Balkan yes. agency or something news agency. Yes. Um. So I was looking up where Balka was, and then. <laughs> Balka. Yeah, I found it. I found it. There's a place called Balka. Okay. Um, or or Turkey because then they're talking about uh, they're in Turkey. They're yes, yes, yes. Okay, I ended on Turkey. There we go. Beautiful place I, though. I, Beautiful. Like all of these shots in the beginning are very nice. Yeah, but then I, then I feel like a lot of it took place at night. Oh yeah, like very yes. very. Shadow. Dark, dreary, yeah. yeah, shadow, scary, like very uh, mysterious. Um, but yeah, all the the scenes in the beginning were very pretty, and uh, um, so we we see Indy. He's still he's still a spy. Yep, in his uh, trench gonna, coat. <laughs> is he just going to be a spy till the end of the show? I uh, I'm like waiting for for a transition of some sort. He's resisting it. Like, he was, like, so mad after this one. He's like, I don't want to be a fucking spy anymore. You guys are fucking crazy. But I feel like the war is almost done. So maybe that's good. Right. But he has been getting pretty pissed at being a spy lately. So hopefully, hopefully this means there will be a change. Yeah. But, um, so he works for a news agency. He's, he's pretending to be Swedish. Yes. 
He's his name is Neil Anderson, and he's Niels, a reporter. Yeah, Niels. Niels. Yeah, he's he's a reporter like for Sweden, but that's like his cover. Like he's not actually a reporter for Sweden. He's actually a spy for the French army, which we knew that. Right. Right. Um, but he's he's trying to portray that he is, uh, what is it? Neutral. Like yes. with in terms of in terms of what's happening, which there's a lot of conflict currently happening in this area. Yeah, so I believe Istanbul is on the uh, German side of the war, and basically the plot of this beginning part is that uh, they are going to try to persuade the uh, Turkish army to... the Ottoman army, excuse me, because I believe they're still part of the Ottoman Empire, to uh, leave the Germans for the French instead. Um... So, basically, it just involves Indy trying to get the terms for the French to present to the Ottoman Empire so that they will side with the French instead. Yeah, to uh, General Mustafa Kemal. Yeah. So, I guess, uh, do we want to talk about, so it quickly starts off with him in this orphanage. Um talking to kids and sitting on a chair backwards. <laughs> yeah, we see, well, right before that, he's kind of talking to his people at the agency, kind of talking about how they need to, they need to present this to the general yeah. as soon as possible. Yeah. Like, there is a matter of urgency. They need to talk to him about the possibility of a side flip. <laughs> yes, and they bring up murmurs and rumors of, of, of Indy having a new lady in his life. Yep, which just um, sounds like a bad idea from the start because he's a fucking spy. Uh, so that's where we end up at the orphanage where we meet said lady. Her name is Molly. She's American. Yeah. She works in this orphanage. Don't know how long they've been seeing each other. Um, But uh, they're pretty smitten. They are pretty smitten. And she she's... She's all right, I guess. Um, she's really cute. I don't have, I don't have any have any complaints about her. She seems fine. I think she's pretty. Um, I think she's pretty cute. This relationship just seemed a little forced. Yeah, it uh, came. It was like bit. we come into it into their relationship, so it's like we don't right. really know what they're like together. Um, we kind of see it a little bit, but it is kind of forced because they're supposed to be in a relationship when clearly these actors are not in a relationship. So. No, and they also don't spend a whole lot of time together, so we're just forced to think that they're in love, and uh, and yeah. So yeah, I'm gonna play a little bit of what Indy's accent sounds like. Um, oh, because it's it's terrible. Yes, please, please. Yeah, I, it's I couldn't tell what he was supposed to be, and it's supposed to be Sweden, but it's kind of. And I don't think that sounds like a Swedish accent. I, I don't know. Whatever. Sometimes I miss the land where I was born. Sweden, but I wanted to learn about the rest of the world, and so I became a journalist. Now, what did I say was the most important thing that the journalist should do? Tell the truth! That's right, to tell the truth. So, shall I tell you the truth now? The truth of it is, I have nothing more to say. <laughs> Unless, of course, someone would like to ask me a question. Yes? Are you married, Mr. Anderson? No, the truth of it is, Mr. Anderson is not married. 
<laughs> okay, so no, India is not married because he's like twenty years old, but he's super cute. Yes, very cute. And so he's. It definitely seems like he's using Molly to get to this uh, this lady who owns the orphanage. She mm-hmm. seems to know Mustafa Kamal. Um, Or at least know how to get in touch with him, because, of course, he needs to present the French terms to him. And, and yeah, so he, so it definitely seems like he's just using her, because it was hard to, that's why I kind of was waiting to see if this was just a cover and he was really just using her, but, um. Mm, I don't think so. It it was, uh, yeah, I mean. I think with matters of the heart, he's pretty straightforward. Right, yeah. And, you know, she's pretty, so why not? Why not spend time with a pretty lady? I guess. <laughs> I, yeah, I guess so. Um, he he likes her enough because he asked her to marry him. <laughs> oh, oh, Emily, you spoiled it. Yeah, so they go out to dinner and she's wearing a very cute outfit. Um, and then yeah, very like twenties. Yeah, very twenties outfit, and they're they're at dinner and he's, he's just like, oh, uh, you know, Molly, will you marry me? And it's just like I honestly was floored. I was like, "What? Like, this is I not going to end well." Yeah, I was very surprised and uh, and confused because I was like, "You don't even know her." <laughs> but I mean, again, we don't know how long he's been here. I, I I just assume he wasn't here for very long. That's just me. But uh, yeah, so I was definitely a little confused about why he asked her to marry him. He seems, like, genuine enough. Like, I I guess. (laughs) I guess. I don't know. I don't think so. I do have a time code of him asking her, but we don't have to, we don't have to listen to it. I mean, it's, honestly, it's pretty straightforward, and he's, then he's just like, "We'll, we'll always be honest with each other, and I'm like, you're starting your relationship out on a lie. Like, this is not gonna work out for you, dude. Like, you should have waited yeah, and, until afterwards and then asked her to marry you. And not to mention, he gives her a bracelet instead of a ring. I mean, again, the bracelet was still very beautiful, and, yeah. like, who wouldn't want a beautiful bracelet? But I don't remember his reasoning for not getting her a ring. I can't remember he what it was. He just says it wouldn't be appropriate or something, which leads me to believe that he doesn't want anybody to know that they're engaged. Right. Because, I mean, maybe he's, a he's fucking still trying spy. to... <laughs> right, right. Um, and he's still trying to protect her, I guess, because it, it, it does seem that he he does want this to happen. Um, so maybe he is just trying to protect her until until things settle down. But, you know, who knows? I don't know. Ugh. Um, yeah, so Indy gets that, like... that meeting with the guy. Basically, the woman tells... Tells him that she got the meeting with that general, so. Right. So Indy goes to meet him, and he... He seems cool. Oh, I, sh- I should have gotten a time code of this conversation. Did you get that? Which one? Um, the of him talking to Of him talking to Mustafa. Yeah, I mean, which part did you want it to be at? Because it's kind of a long conversation. Yeah, that's true. I, I, I just liked... I just liked how his his uh, interview kind of turned into, like I I liked how it 
it developed. Like, he was just asking him questions, because, of course, he's just supposed to be a journalist. And and then he kind of moved on to, like, would you leave the Germans if the French offered you a treaty? Like, mm-hmm. yeah, then, he definitely was pandering very quickly. And the guy's like, you're not a fucking journalist. You're not a, no, no, not a journalist. <laughs> yeah, like, dude. Um, then he's like, I could never give you an answer. I'd like to see you again, though. Yeah, and he had to. So, the general. This is this is shown very blatantly early on that the general shouldn't be doing this because he'd be seen as a traitor and he would get in trouble and probably like put in like taken to jail and stuff like that. So, or killed, um, you know. or killed. You know, best option jail or no. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I, I, I don't know, know what's what better. Be the best option. <laughs> I don't know what's better. Um, but he's so seen as he's... a war hero, so he, people will follow him, whatever he says, basically. Right. He, yeah, he's, he's won them a lot of battles, and he's a very uh, smart, strategic general. So if, he, if it seems like he's making the right decision, the people would follow. But just if, if this kind of information got out, it would not be good for him. So he's he's reluctant to do it at first. Yeah. Um, but he does agree agree to meet with India a second time. Um, he he doesn't know when, so I guess Indy's just he's just moseying around. There's like a lot of just moseying around, like running from running from place to place. Yeah. Um, but wait. Yeah. Then so he gets a letter. That's right. He's waiting for the courier. Yes. So he gets his, he his gets a message. Monty. That yes. Monty's gonna be there at this one place in like a half an hour, so he gets a coded message, and yes. everybody knows that he's going to be there in a half an hour, and the other people who are around him, his fellow spies, also know this, right? Um, right. So he's not being discreet about it, and he goes out to find this man. And the person who's supposed to deliver the stuff with his briefcase gets hit by a car. Yeah, which I want to say. So the first, so there's there's a couple of spies in this area. They yes. they meet up a couple. They meet up a few times because they're in different areas of the town. Like someone's in a palace, someone's with the police, with the chief police or something. Yeah. So they have people on the inside in a lot of places. So the one that Indy mostly talks to, his name is Stefan, and he looked fishy. Oh, From yeah. the beginning. The way he, he talks to Indy is just like, come on, dude. Yeah, he's, yeah. And they would all kind of talk like that. I, I know that they were supposed to because it was supposed to, like, because we'll, we'll get to why, of course, um, why, why people were, like, seeming very suspicious and very, like, fishy. But, yeah, Stefan was the first to, I don't know, act a little off, and I didn't like him. He, yeah. Uh, he irked me. Exactly. And then uh, apparently it's it's him who gets run over, Monty, um, and his bag goes flying away, his briefcase, um, and, and, and then he, someone nabs it. Yeah, somebody nabs it, and then and he doesn't know where it is. So and he's like, "Shit, I failed." And and Monty dies. Monty so dies. All... First death <laughs> yeah. of the episode. Uh, wow. There's many. <laughs> Is literally fourteen minutes in. I I, I love how quickly these episodes start. <laughs> yeah, I just this one just jumped uh, right into it too. It was just like, oh, okay. 
Yeah, I said, I said, this happened so fast. Like, seriously, he was, he was waiting in some spot. The guy, like, you saw the guy. He had yeah. looked over at Indy and saw him go to the spot, but it seemed like some time had passed. Yeah. Like, he was, he was talking to one of the, um, market merchants, <clears throat> and, and then he finally starts walking over to Indy, and that's when, <laughs> that's when the, this car just, like, runs him over, and yeah. he just, he goes flying, flying. He goes flying off to the side. Yeah, so it was bad. It was crazy. And everybody else yeah. who he talks to, all these men who were supposed to be spies as well, they're all, like, so strange. Like, they just, they all talk very suspiciously, including Stefan. Um, and so it's really hard because you're like, do we trust these people? Like, what's up with that? And somebody got killed, so clearly, you know, there's somebody in on it, right? Yeah, like, pretty much at this moment, Indy figures out that there's that there's a mole and he's going to tell headquarters that there's a mole and um and yeah so now everyone's under suspicion this is just a very suspicious episode like Yeesh. everyone just like Indy yeah. was so paranoid and he was so beat up <laughs> a lot of the time <laughs> and it just it was crazy um but yeah so he uh so they kind of like just talk he talks with the whole group he's like there's a mole we can't like only, only I can be trusted with this. Like, guys, figure out in your areas. Like, hey, check out in the palace what's happening. Check out with the police what's happening. Like, mm-hmm. I don't know. Try and figure it out. And there's like some diplomatic reception. Well, I think his name was Vigor, Vigo or something. One of the yeah, Igor, Igor. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. One of the other guys who works in the palace said that there was going to be a diplomatic reception with with who was that? The they kept calling him Your Highness. Was he like the the Sultan or something. I don't know. They talked about uh, with Mustafa. They said that the they said the Sultan like uh, agrees with Mustafa and likes him. So well, I, I think this, this is the might Sultan. Have been him. Yeah, and he okay. he starts to to talk to him. Uh, should we should we have this little section where he's talking to the Sultan? I do. I do. Let me let me let me get to it. I have it on my end. Okay, go ahead. I, I wasn't set up. <laughs> okay. This is uh, Mr. Nils Anderson of the Balkan News Agency, Your Highness. Oh, you're Swedish, aren't you, Mr. Anderson? Yes, sir. There is so much uh, propaganda published against us and our good friends, the Germans, uh, that it is uh, good uh, to have impartial observers working here. Uh, I'm glad to see you. Thank you, sir. Wow, that guy just babbled through everything he just said. Was that line improvised? It felt very improvised. I know, it's like, did you have anything else to say? Yeah, so anyway, they're excited that he's a, uh, he's like impartial. Yeah, which I guess is what the nation really needs right now, because it's very, it's very sided. It's very a separate, uh, it's very divided. There we go, that's the word. (laughs) It's divided, yes. Um, the people are saying that they want the war to end as well, so. Right. And so, of course, the only reason why Indy went to that was to see if, you know, they had any info, which Igor didn't, so they're just back to, they're back to, uh, Square one. I don't know how... Yeah, there we go. Square one. <laughs> well, okay. So, Indy and uh, two, three other guys go to the apartment of somebody, the Voskari, 
a guy who I guess knew that that Monty was gonna be there or something. So they. That's right. The merchant was the first suspect. They thought that mm-hmm. that maybe there wasn't a mole internally, but because the merchant kind of knew a lot of info coming in and out of the marketplace, yeah, that maybe he took it and was going to sell it to the highest bidder. You know, I was uh, really happy with all of the cats around because that made it like really authentic. You know, because there's like a bunch of cats there. Oh yeah, with them like meowing and and, and it it really added to like the creepiness too, like mm-hmm. to the. Especially at night when they would just be, they'd be walking around all paranoid and you hear like a cat like yeah. scatter and then they'd be like, <gasps> like they'd like freak out. Yeah, so. like the set design is really good, I think, like for the budget that they have and stuff. Because like the lighting is really good, especially for nighttime. Um, it's just like you see a lot of silhouettes and shadows and stuff, but like inside this apartment where they're going to see this guy, I mean, it looks great. It looks so creepy. Yeah, it looked, yeah, it looked like a, like a warehouse almost. Like just, he just holds all of his... Uh, m- like a merchandise there. Yeah. So uh, then we have they're they're walking through the house right now, and then they have like the second death, which they see the guy is inside his bathroom bathtub. in his bathtub under the water. Drowned. Yeah. And I was like, oh my god. And then immediately their third death. Yes, the third death so- with somebody who tries to turn off the water. Right. It's electrocuted, and, yeah, and then the guy just dies right there. <laughs> yeah, he dies because he gets all the, the volts of electricity to him. By turning the knob of the water, he dies. Yeah. It's horrible. And then he just falls And then the some stranger runs into the apartment and throws a knife at Indy's yes! arm. Yes! <laughs> it was so intense! I was like, holy shit, Indy got stabbed! Yeah, and so they chase him, and he's just like... He's just holding his arm, like, trying not to bleed, and yeah, this Stefan's chase like, scene. Indy, you're, you're hurt, and I'm like, shut up, Stefan, you're a, you're, you're, you're a dick. Oh my god, I, you're a dick, man. Yeah. <laughs> and so they're chased, this was, and might I mention, this was the slowest chase scene oh ever. Oh my god, like, yeah, it was awful. This guy was running so slow, so but slow. so was everyone else. Yes. Like, why wasn't it They didn't it film and, it and fast I... enough. They just, they left in way too much, like, shots. They, they need, it needed to be a much quicker situation. Yeah, because, you know, I mean, I know Indy was injured, but the other guys were fine, too. But it was just, like, up the stairs. The guy was, like, right in front of this guy, and he was just running up the stairs, like, so slow. And then Victor, like, falls. And it's just like, oh, my gosh. This was... It was pa- it was painful to watch. Yeah, it was really. But anyway, bad. so they 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 catch the guy. Indy Indy punches him a little bit, and um and he's like trying to get info. He's like he's like who told you about the letter? And he's like the wolf. The wolf told me he's a double agent. And then Stefan like pushes him off the building because he's a because he's a freaking mole. Yeah, it, <sighs> as if it wasn't super clear from the beginning that Stefan knew exactly that Indy had gotten this message that the guy was coming in a half an hour. So Stefan knew. Like, he, they were in the same room together. <laughs> like, how clear could you get? Like, the only other person who knew about this was Stefan. He's the one who's killed the guy. Like, that's the, the clearest situation. Yeah, and he probably paid someone to run him over with the car, and then now he's having someone, you know, steal this letter. So it's just, it was totally... Uh, it totally made sense. But, you know, by the which we'll talk about this, but by the end, this this definitely made sense about how this all came to be. But, um, 
But yeah, so Stefan totally kills this guy. Yeah. And just to get rid of the evidence. Yeah, and he's totally smiling over the edge, like, oh yeah, we should get out of here. Hey, hey, hey. Like, he's so. So evil. So evil. Um, And then they go to a bathhouse and discuss it. Right. I have a time code for this. Okay. I I actually kind of liked this this scene. Like, they were all, like, they had. uh, Here, let me just just play it. Okay. They're all naked, by the way. (laughs) They have towels on, but yeah, they are naked. And Indy's, like, bleeding on the floor. Yes. (laughs) Holding the letter. Yeah, holding the letter, and he's just, he's not looking too good. I just like this scene a lot because they're kind of because Indy's now like running through his head like all these guys could be moles and they all have their own reasons too like they're all from different places yeah like one of them was saying saying I'm Greek why would I want to do that and he's like because of this and then oh and then someone's you know he's like you could be a you could be a, a what was it called a Lenin a Leninist or something yeah or someone else yeah the Russian guy yeah so it's just tensions are super high and uh, and I just liked that they were in a bathhouse because they could easily like take over the entire room and they were kind of yelling at people to like don't come in here like well it was also the middle of the night too right and just <laughs> and just everyone like it's just already hot in there and then having to now like all this running through Indy's head like you can just you can just see that he has no idea what to do and he's just panicking now yeah um but but I wrote what it said. <laughs> I said, it's getting hot in this bathhouse and not just because of the steam. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. So true. Yes. So I just really, I liked, I enjoyed that scene a lot. And now it just, it really set in that none of them trust each other. And yeah. With good reason. reason. I mean, Indy got stabbed. Stefan's like really a a dick. Like it's just. (laughs) Yeah. No kidding. (laughs) Right. Um, so Indy says that he has to take the letter and hide it someplace to make sure, like, no one can get it but him. And, uh, I'm, I'm surprised that they weren't really trying to, I, I, I mean, most of them were probably just fine that Indy took over with this since, you know, he seemed the most legit maybe, but I, I was surprised yeah, but... that they didn't turn easily back on him. Well, the guy, like, one of them is just so creepy about it. The one with, like, the weird teeth. I forgot what his name was. He just Is kept Igor? trying to, yeah, I think it was Igor. He just kept trying to get Indy to, like, tell him what, like, where he was going to go. Like, he was just like, where are you going to put the letter? You should get, you should have some help. Well, you could do this by yourself. And he was just, like, being so weird about it, you know? Yeah, they kind of picked, like, three people to maybe kind of throw you off. Like, there was the guy with the glasses who kept, like, popping up out of no, 
popping up out of nowhere and kind of being like, Indy, where's the letter? And it's like, dude. Yeah, I know. They're like, are you sure it's safe? He's like, yes, fucking stop it, guys. It's fine. And then Stefan's like, oh, you're hurt. Someone should help you. And he's like, no, it's fine. Leave me alone. And then Igor's like, tell me. And it's like, yeah. yeah. So they definitely they definitely have some people to throw you off the trail. But it was obvious it was Stefan oh, from the beginning. Oh, God. Totally obvious. And the other ones are just creepy. Yeah, they're just super creepy. Yeah, they're just also um, creepy, man. I, you know what I was thinking the whole time I was watching this was, I really missed that ragtag group of terrible spies because they were fun. Yeah, they were lots of fun. <laughs> and I was like, these guys aren't fun. They're not as fun as those guys were. I know. And now thinking back, I just, because I'm pretty sure, I'm pretty sure at the time I, I might have shit on the, the bad spies for a bit. But, you know, sometimes you need those lighthearted episodes. But this was, this was, was very not dark. lighthearted. Um, lots of murders. So, yeah, lots of murder. So, uh, uh, so Indy hides yeah. the document. <laughs> I was just going to say in that. A, in a grave. Yeah, which is really smart. Yeah, and you know he's he's usually pretty good at making sure no one's following him, um, and and no one was. It, it was safe, which is crazy because um, I feel like it would be so easy to follow him, right? Like I, I was. It just seems like every time Indy does anything, he's simultaneously a good and terrible spy. Like I don't know what. Yeah, I don't understand why how they just pick and choose when Indy's good and bad because he's because so, sometimes he's a very good spy and then sometimes he's such a horrible spy yeah so I just don't I don't understand why they flip-flop so much I mean maybe just to just to bring out some lightheartedness with like the dark stuff I don't know because that's what it seems it always seems like the first half is very serious and dark and then the second half is very like <laughs> we'll get there <laughs> we'll get there <laughs> oh man but, so okay. he goes back he goes back to his his apartment and he sleeps. And he's Stephon had a fever. Shows up. Yeah, Stefan shows up like in his apartment, and Indy doesn't wake up because he's like feverish because he's got cut. So I think he's like has an infection or something. So he's definitely like not doing well. And yeah, he's, probably he's sleeping like the heaviest sleep I've ever heard on anyone. The heaviest, sweatiest sleep. <laughs> yeah, he's so sweaty. <laughs> right. Oh, um, poor, poor Indy. And so Stefan's definitely trying to find the the letter, um, but he doesn't find it, and so he leaves. Um, and then, and then who? Let's see. Oh, in the morning, Molly, Molly comes come over. over no. Yes, Molly comes over right like first thing in the morning and sees Indy, and Indy's like, "I'm fine." And Molly's like, "You're not fucking fine. You got a terrible fever. Um, you you've been stabbed. Yeah, what happened?" And he's like, like, "Oh, I was asking the wrong questions." Yeah, and she's like, "Oh my god, I have to help you." And and then. Um, Igor shows up yeah. while Molly's there. Igor shows up and he's so creepy. Yeah, and he's he's just trying to. He's like, he's like, did you hide the letter in a good spot? And he's like, yes, Igor, get the hell out of get, here. Get and he's like, he's like, let, he's like, let me help you. And I'm like, oh he my like, god, Igor, get he away! He like kisses Molly's hand and she's like, I gotta go. <laughs> <laughs> And yeah. his voice like did not help. So he just creepy. sounded, he just sounded so like nasally and like 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 legit Igor from like Frankenstein or something. Yeah, like, you know his creepy like, teeth like freaked me out, man. Yeah, um, and then and then so Molly says she's gonna come back and and fix like, it and the fix next... Indy, but then she doesn't. She comes she comes back later in the day, like at night. She's like, oh hey, <laughs> and he's been she's sleeping like, oh, I gotta like all help day. You. Yeah. yeah, so he's just been laying there. So I, I don't know if she ever, like, fixed his, like, dressed his wound or anything. Oh, it didn't seem back. like she did. She, she comes back. Basically what she does is she leaves and then she comes back. 
And then she leaves again. Um, and then really? Igor comes. Yeah, no, 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 wait, wait, wait. She leaves. I thought she just came over the one time saying that she'll be back to dress his wound. Yeah, and, and then, then she, she doesn't oh. come back till the nighttime. Yeah, that's true. She doesn't come back till like the next day when she brings him dinner. She says she'll bring him dinner the next day. Hmm. So maybe she just left him there. And yeah, then he just got better. She left him there, and then and then she's like, "Oh, uh, I told my dad that we were getting married." Um. And she's like, "I hope that's okay or yeah. something." And he's like, "Oh yeah, that's that's fine." And she's like, "We're gonna go to Sweden," and she he's like, "Yeah, Sweden." <laughs> Yeah, definitely. Yeah, that's where I live, Sweden. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. Oh, and then she's like, oh, it's so sweet. She's, she's like, she's like asking about his family and and yeah. who would go, who would come to the wedding. And she doesn't know anything about she him. She doesn't know anything. <laughs> and he's like, I just, have, I just have my father. And she's like, okay. Um, and then she's like, I have to leave. I have to go back to the orphanage. It closes at nine. Um, but I wish I didn't have to. And then he's like, yeah, I guess. I mean, you don't have to. And she's like, yeah, but I do. And then. <laughs> and then she like then gets she, like, all ready to, to go. Yeah. <laughs> and Indy doesn't even say, wait, don't go. He's just like, okay, bye. And she's like, I'm not going to leave. <laughs> yeah. She's like, okay, I'll stay. And he's like, are you sure? And she's like, yeah, I'll stay. And then uh, they definitely do it. Oh, yeah. They, they um, completely have sex. They they totally, when they wake up the next day, um, and she's a little bit apprehensive about what she's done. <laughs> and she's like, yeah, oh, cause, shit. Cause to her parents, this would be a sin since they weren't married. Yeah. Um, and, um, yeah. And so they, he offers to take her, walk her to the orphanage or something to get her back to work. And as they leave, they see a gypsy. Yes. Um, yes. And, you know, she tells, she tells the fortune, and, you know, Molly's like, no, no, I don't want to know. And he's like, yeah, yeah, it's fun. Go ahead. Well, don't forget, and he so, says, don't forget that Indy on the way to that, the gypsy says, we'll always be honest with each other <laughs> again. Right. For the second time. Because keeps being brought up. And I'm like, okay, how many times do you guys have to say that you're going to be honest with each other when you already aren't? So why does it matter? Yeah. So yeah, they see the gypsy. <gasps> Explain what happens with the gypsy. So she has these little like beads and things that she tosses onto her table, and <laughs> this uh, part was so melodramatic. And and what did she say? Like, um, he's like, okay, yeah, I ask her a question, and so she says, will we will we live will we love each other forever and always or something? Yeah. And the lady's like, like, oh yes, 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 yes. And then she looks and down. Then she looks. She looks again, and and I guess she's reading him further. And then she like looks at Indy, horrified. Yeah. And, and he tries to pay her, and she, like, throws the money on the floor. Yeah. Like. Well, just, like. And, yeah. and I'm like, <laughs> like, what did you see? The zooming in on these, like, little shells and stuff, like, the audience is supposed to see the hidden message is just hilarious to me. Yeah. And so I was, I was like, what happened? <laughs> I was I was questioning, like, she looks scared, disgusted. They didn't even wait for saw. the answer. Like, they're just like, yeah, okay, bye. And, like, Indy gives. This is the crucial, terrible idea. Indy gives his coat to Molly because you know he's not a fucking spy or anything because he doesn't know what the fuck he's doing. Um, he lives his gives his coat to Molly so that we can have a coat switching situation later. Um, and they go together in the rain. Yeah, and at this point, I kind of thought that Molly was maybe working with someone because maybe just how the gypsy like res- like I don't know looked at oh no or how. She- 
I was 100% but, sure that Molly was going to die. I was like, oh, no, 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 she's going to die so hard at, at this point. Oh, wow. I, uh, I didn't at I that did. point. I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> wow. Okay, well, I knew it wasn't Indy who was going to die, so. Yeah, which, of course, Molly does. We haven't gotten there yet, but she does. <clears throat> um, let's Yeah, because see. Indy was stupid, and he got involved with a girl, even though he's not supposed to, because he's a fucking spy. I'm just saying, it was very, very reckless of him, and he's the reason she's dead. He gets together with a ton of girls, and a lot of them come out fine. <laughs> uh, yeah, but that's, like, not when he's on a secret mission. I guess. All right. All right, fine. Um, so Indy meets with Kamal again. He shows him the terms, and, of course, Kamal's like, like, this hell is no, these are terrible. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, do you think we all can be bribed? And he's like, I didn't say that. I'm not the one who made these fucking terms. Sorry, I'm really heated right now. It's uh, it's, it's really it's... humid in New York, and I'm just like, I'm so mad at Indy for making all these stupid mistakes. <laughs> he makes so many bad mistakes, Alzheimer. You can't be mad every time. That's true. Um, So, and, and I think at this point, he kind of like yells at Stefan or something, because Stefan tells Molly that, that Indy's a spy. Or, or, or that, or that he's not, he's not who she thinks he is. Yeah. Because then she confronts him, and she's, she's like, you lied to me. I thought I could trust you. I had sex with you, and now you, and now you're, I found out that you're lying to me, and, and I, I can never see you again. And then she, like, leaves. Uh, I mean, honestly, I, I get what she's coming from. Like, she did have sex with him. She probably feels very used. Um, yeah. And I get why she thinks that. It sucks. But you'd think she'd understand. So did she just, did she just know that he was lying and, and, like, wasn't actually Swedish and that he was American? Or did he, like, full-on tell her that he's a spy? No, he's the one who told her. She just thought that he was there on purposes to, uh, try and, like, to be part of the, the French intelligence. She didn't know he was American. He's the one who told her when they were having their fight. Do you want to play it? You right. should play it. Um, I I don't have it. <laughs> oh, I actually have a spot. When he's talking to the Turkish guy, uh, the Kamal, um, Kamal, he starts to say, uh, talk about this, the dancers, um, down on below, and I think it's kind of a nice thing that he says about the Turkish oh, yeah, okay. dancers. You find that, and I'll I'll find the part okay. where Molly comes in. This way. Come in, Mr. Anderson. Have you heard of the Mevliviani? Yes, sir. Sort of spiritual brotherhood celebrating the belief of a 13th century mystic, Mons Mavlan. Vulgarly known in the West as the whirling dervishes. Mavlan are believed that human beings were composed of spirit, reason, and love, which they could combine to make a representation of heaven on earth. Their dancing represents the ecstasy of achieving this unity. Absurd superstition, no? Such a beautiful ambition. No, oh, I got. I thought that was kind of cool. Like you got a little backstory about this brotherhood and the dancing and stuff. 
Yeah, I like when we learn about, uh, like, the different cultures of the different places where, like, this war is happening. So I, I it, it really ties back to the original indie episodes where we really got to learn a lot about these places that Indy visited. So this this is always fun. I, I like that. I, I like the historical aspect, but I also like the more personal, like, social aspect, too. Mm-hmm. Um, I also... The, another death happens right after this. I totally forgot. Oh, really? Well, which one is that? So, oh, where he's running on the street? So, yeah, the guy with the glasses comes up and, like, yeah. like n- knows that Indy was meeting Kamal there. Yeah. Again. Again. Trying to throw you off about who, who the mole was, because everyone knows where Indy is, apparently. Yeah. <laughs> so, it doesn't, so it doesn't matter. Um, but he... He's. It's, I thought this exchange was very funny. Like yeah. the guy comes up to Indy, he like touches his arm. Yeah. And Indy goes, Indy goes, don't touch me. Yeah, I know. <laughs> he's like, oh, you can trust and me, and he's like, what the fuck? Get your hands off me, man. Yeah, and then you know he's trying, he's trying to help Indy, and then the guy gets shot. Um, and Indy tries to chase the shooter, but he, of course, he just he has to get away because the police show up to to look at the body. But yeah, so like another. Another death just happened super quickly out of nowhere. Well, you know that... Okay, so a lot of this ha- stuff like this happens in, like, murder mystery novels and stuff, where the person who's supposed to be killed is, like, not the one who's killed. It's, like, the person next to them, you know? Yeah. That, it's kind of like a cliche thing. Like, I just saw that movie Murder Mystery, the one on Netflix with Jennifer Aniston and Adam Sandler, and that exact same thing happens, like, three times. Yeah, I could definitely see that, because with the... I mean, the the bathtub uh, booby trap could have really been set for anyone, but exactly. maybe he was really trying to get Indy to die or something. Like, who knows? Yeah. Um, but yeah, definitely a, a lot of that happening. Um, and so I did set up Molly yelling at Indy, if we want to hear that. Great. Do it. <laughs> great, great. Because uh, we're getting close to the end of this first half. <clears throat> yeah, thank God. Mustafa told him. Yeah. You used my friendship with Halide to get to Mustafa Kamal, didn't you? So Mustafa Kamal was lying? No, one of the beasts is not lying. Well, what is it like? Blake. It's true that I was a French hotel. But you didn't trust me enough to tell me. I just didn't want to involve you. Involve me? He's still doing his accent. I know. Halide said that to the Turks. I'm an enemy alien, and, and if I put one foot wrong, I could be deported. You know how much my work at the orphanage means to me, and you involve me with a French spy. My name is Henry Jones. Most of my friends call me Andy. I'm American. Molly. So your father isn't a professor in Sweden? No, but he's a fucking professor. Defend yourself! Yeah, it's still a professor. Doesn't that count? <laughs> yeah, it does. She has a point. She does. I know. This is what I'm trying to say. 
She has a point. He shouldn't have asked her to marry him, is what I'm trying to say. Yeah, because how long have they known each other? Well, it's not just that. It's the fact that she didn't really know the real him. And he, he just bothered to ask her when, in fact, it was just, it's irresponsible. It was just, he didn't know if he was even going to be sent somewhere else. Like, he could have told her at Which the Which he end, always is. Yeah. He always is. I know. Ugh. He could have told her at the end. It would have been better. Yeah, I mean, she's definitely not wrong. He, it's it's totally Indy's fault. Um, he should have never put her in this position. She didn't deserve that. She and, didn't deserve uh, it at all. <laughs> she she doesn't deserve anything that she's getting in the next five minutes. No. <laughs> <laughs> I love that like little like coat she's got on. She like put the shawl over her like she's like a grandma. Yeah, she's a, she's. She's very sweet, but she is very, very boring. <laughs> yeah, completely. She's no Vicky, which he does bring up. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, so she leaves in a huff, um, probably never never to see Indy again, or so it seems. So it seems. And and Indy's, like, packing up stuff in the office, and he, and gunshots go through the office. Someone's trying to shoot him from outside. Yeah. So Indy decides to leave the office and immediately run back to his apartment. Yeah, to I don't... like lure to lure the shooter there, and he like sets up a trap for this person. Mm-hmm. And so he makes like a little fake, like he sets up a chair and puts a pillow there, puts the jacket around it, and like a little lantern or something with a hat on top to make it look oh. like he's sitting by the bed. Oh my god, yeah. I totally didn't get that. Okay, I see now. And he burns, he burns oh, the letter. Hi. Sorry. That was me. Oh, it's okay. And so he's hiding behind the door waiting for Stefan to come in. Yeah. And Stefan comes in, but right as this is happening, Molly runs in through the bottom, through the bottom steps. With her hat and, and her coat that, that was given to her by, by Indy. Oh. It's so Indy's it's, coat. Yeah. That's what I was I saying. I did not. I did not catch that. So that it that was Indy's coat still. Oh damn! All right. So, but Stefan didn't even look either. He just her her little her little gold locks were like sticking out under her hat. <laughs> the guy didn't even look. I know. So, so Stefan turns around and goes, "Like you think you can trick me, Indy?" And then and then he like shoots her. I know. And. And then right after he does that, Indy shoots him, and then and Indy does this very sad, like crying after he sees Molly. He's oh, like and, horrible. And she said she said she could have looked past it, and and she just wanted to be with him forever. And then she dies. no, she says, you know, what she says, I wanted to be with you for the rest of my life. And you know what? She was. She was. She was. <laughs> so you know what? You know what? Everything ends on a on a good note. Because you, you know, know what? what? She That's was great. She doesn't even sound like she's dying when she dies. Like, he asks her, you know, she's like, I came to say. Like, it, she doesn't even sound like she's dying. Like, you know, how people are like, I get, uh, you know, she's not like that at all. She just dies so calmly and peacefully. Yeah. And it's just, yeah, it was very peaceful. And all you hear is just Indy's very sad sobbing. Because it's his fucking fault. <laughs> It really was, though. It really was. It, it was his fault. It, 
He made oh, so really many was. bad choices, including the choice to date her. Like, that was just selfish. Yeah. So, uh, I have a time code for Indy Telenoff uh, oh, headquarters. Yes. yes, yes, yes. Do it. Uh, okay, let's do that. Oh, sorry, it's him. Sorry. Oh, no. Oh, no. <laughs> I know, it's really sad. Molly! Molly! Oh, that's too bad. Sorry, Indy. Yeah, it's really too bad. But the operation has been a wonderful success. Headquarters is delighted. Congratulations, Captain Default. So, you have to say. press pause <laughs> you know what i think pause you know what i think oh oh <laughs> yeah so so i think i think the whole kamal thing was just a cover right like they wanted him to find this mole they, they knew about this mole and that's why headquarters never got back to indy oh to, is that it that's what i felt like it was because because the kamal thing was a complete disaster and, yeah, and i, I totally it was, was. to be one. Oh my god I, but I, so I many people it. died I know. I think that's why Indy was so pissed because I think because they said it was a, su a success, even though Kamal didn't take the terms. But I don't think he was meant to. I think it was supposed to be bait for the mole to want to try and get that letter or something, or <clears throat> yeah, or well, something. You, and then they found it. Uh, we gotta we gotta talk about this whole Igor thing, Vasily thing, uh, the creepy guy with the teeth that I was talking about. Um, yeah, I have a time code for that, too. He's, like, oh, talking for so long about... He talks for about, so long. I hate this guy. He's so creepy. About, about Venice being evil or something? Well, yeah, like, first what of was all, that? You don't have to, to... Okay, yeah. First of all, he tells he tells Indy this dream he has where Indy... It's, like, there's this pool of blood, and then Indy's, like, dead. Drowning or something? Yeah, drowning in, in the pool of blood, but he becomes dead, but then his eyes are open. So yeah. it's a premonition for what's going to happen in the next episode. <laughs> right. And oh he's saying, God. like, you should not go to Venice. Because basically what happens is um, these guys aren't happy with Indy, and Indy's very pissed. And so they're like, well, whatever. The American, the American spy agency wants him in Venice, so they can just have him, and he'll be off our hands. Because this, this guy here, like, does not like Indy. And he's like, he's like, we need to get rid of him. Yeah. So... Okay. Did, did you want to? Did you want to play this part where the guy's talking? <laughs> Do we want to? It was so long. Honestly, it is really long. Can we just? Okay, we're, I'm just gonna. I'm just gonna summarize what happens. So basically, 
he says, oh, I had this dream and, you you know, the whole drowning in blood with the eyes thing. And then he's like, uh, you're, you're going to Venice. And for some reason, no one thought this about Venice. But he's like, look beneath the surface, but the heart is rotten and the city's of decay and it was built by pirates and everything is, is looted. And it's just a horrible, terrible place underneath this beautiful gilded thing which doesn't really make any sense because india does not stay there for the rest of the episode he, he goes to transylvania so right it's so weird that he just like throws this on him and uh, okay also so, so was another venice episode supposed to be in in its place like is this just like a mess up or something no because the guy is clearly referring to the rest of the episode when he talks about this premonition that he sees i mean yeah that makes sense but the whole but the whole Maybe that in itself, the whole thing afterwards, was a transition or something for some reason. I don't know. I don't know. It just seemed like, but it's, yeah, he wasn't in Venice. Yeah. So he goes to Venice, and then the first thing that happens is he gets off the boat, and there's this woman in the marketplace who is another tarot, like another card reader. So he's coming into another person who's Two like fortune tellers. Yeah, another fortune teller. And this, but this lady uses uh, tarot cards, and she says. Yes. You know, uh, you're the um, the card of justice. So he's he's the justice, and then the opponent yes. is the devil. Yes. And the diablo, and then then the next answer is the battleground is the tower, which makes sense because the episode takes place in a tower, like in a castle, and then the outcome yeah. is is death. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, which she she wasn't supposed to be, you know, fortune telling there. So she gets pulled away by the police, and and he's like, "Wait, what was the last card?" And she's like laughing maniacally. Yeah, which and, is very settling. <laughs> and then and then he turns it over, and then yeah, there's the card of death. Yeah, so, uh, so we know that Indy's going to encounter death in the, in the next part of this episode. So he goes to where the American spies are. In the Italian yes. consulate, um, like, in the Italian um, area here. And there's this American guy who's speaking Italian over the phone, and he's like, okay, I gotta... I, they, they do some fun spy stuff in this, like, this guy's like, my wife gave me this for my birthday, it's broken, can you... F-? And then he's like, I can fix it, and he puts, like, the missing piece on it, which I thought was pretty cool. Yeah, I like this. And I do have a time code for when he meets uh, Colonel Votis. Because oh I my god, yes. I liked this guy. Oh my I god, god I know, me too, until the end of the uh, episode. But yes, I really liked him. I know. I just, oh god, okay, let's just... Let's just... <laughs> let's just be happy with what we have currently. Uh, and we'll get to that. Uh, Alright, so here's here's us meeting uh, Colonel, Colonel Votis, who will be uh, leading this next mission that Indy goes on. Seven, sir. 
give you a demonstration. You bore me. I speak 32. Do we have a contest, Captain? The loser has to fetch this. So he just threw a paper airplane outside the window. Without using the stairs. Without using the stairs, you gotta fetch it. Now Indy's doing sign language. What does that mean? It means go get it yourself, sir. In sign language. <laughs> Very impressive, Captain Defonds. Independently. That means let's call it a draw in Iceland. It's fine with me. In Icelandic. Okay, so this guy's like amazing already. <laughs> Yeah, I was totally into him being a part of this series, and I was like, oh, maybe they'll be working together for longer. Oh, that would have been so awesome! <laughs> yeah, I know. Well, I, why I didn't he what, come in sooner? I don't know what the writing staff thought they were doing with this episode, but holy shit, they fucked it up. And it gets worse from here. Yeah. So, so they, they have to go meet with some other people because... Colonel Votus doesn't quite know what the mission is, so they have to go meet with someone else to figure out what's happening. So, I, I feel like I never quite understand when they when they give like large presentations of the mission until they actually start the mission. Like I never understand what they're talking about and what the <laughs> mission's actually gonna be. Yeah, until it's underway. So they're saying that like they keep sending spies and the spies keep getting killed or something. Like they don't they they never respond. Basically, and they got this is the the setup. So there's this like. POW camp that was in southeastern Austria. And they said four months ago the camp was attacked by the, the somebody and the POWs were liberated. And they were like, oh, who did this? And they're like guessing all the people who liberated this place. And then turns out it was actually an Austrian dude. And they were like, what? How is it an Austrian guy? He, he Why would he liberate the POWs from his own country? Um... He's actually Romanian, excuse me. This Romanian guy. And so then he, they're, like, so confused. Why would they do that to his own allies, POW camp? And uh, they're thinking, oh, it must be that he's going rogue. That he thinks that he can just, like, keep these people for himself. So they're like, okay, well, we sent people down there. We sent, like, five people down there to go see. Or three, we sent three three men over there uh, to this mountainous region of Transylvania to see, uh, you know, what was up. Like, why why did this guy take all these people or whatever? And they never came back. And then, like, a few months later, the pieces of them came in the mail, which was a finger and an eye and... And an ear. An ear, yeah. So that's why. Yeah. So they're like, oh, shit, this is, this is serious business. And then Indy and, and the American dude are like, hell yeah, we're gonna go. Yeah, they're like, okay, so now knowing all of this, do you still want to go? And they're like, yes. So it's a they mystery. Have to meet up with, yeah, very much a mystery. So they have to meet up with three people. There's like some, a doctor, a some big burly guy, and then a girl, some lady. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so they go the they go to Austria. They get they like get on a. They start off in a car and yeah. end up in a truck, and then move to a to a horse-drawn carriage, and they keep changing costumes. Yeah, yeah. It's it's cute. Like, I just kept thinking, oh, it's gonna be cute. Like, they're doing something together. Like, I really like this guy. He's just like Indy. He knows 26 languages. I mean, that's insane. Um, he knows 32 languages. Okay, still amazing, right? he's sassy. 
He's super yeah, sassy. Yeah, I love him. Yeah, and I was like, I love him. We should, this guy should stick around, but no, he doesn't. So, anyway. <laughs> they meet up with the other people. Uh, Maria's pretty cool. She, like, can throw knives, and she's mm-hmm. pretty kick-ass. Uh, the doctor, like, uh, Colonel Votus knew the doctor, and they did another one of those, like, like, uh, here, I like to pay. So they go into yeah. a bar, and yeah. the burly guy's behind the bar, and he's like, can I get a beer? And he, like, gives him this, like, broke, this, like, cut up uh, coin. Yeah, and it's so, supposed like, to mean he, something. He needs to have, yeah, he needs to have the other half. So he, like, puts it down. I don't know why this guy acted like this, because if, if Indy had the coin, why would he have responded like this? No one else was in... No one else was in this bar. I know. It, so it just he was he a, puts it down. He was a burly dude. I was supposed to be kind of scary. So the the guy stares at him and doesn't say anything. And Indy goes, oh, "Okay, let me get you another." And then the guy says, "No, wait!" And he like gets, and then he like puts the other coin in. And I'm like, "Geez, why did you have to? What's wrong with you? Why did you have to be like that?" I don't know. He's. It was just a part of the the mystery, you know, which this episode did not need. So. Yeah, everybody seems, like, pretty cool for their ragtag little team of people, um, but clearly they do not take time to develop these characters, nor do they care to. Um, nope, nope. Could have nope. used that, to be honest. Um, yeah, the only thing we knew about Maria, we didn't know anything about the burly guy, we didn't know anything about the doctor, except that Votus knew knew him, and Maria was like, oh, my, my fiancé's there, and we need to go save him, and, and they're like, this is a dangerous mission, lady. And she's like, I can take care of myself. And then she like throws a knife at him, like it. So <sighs> yeah, it's it's like, like we get we get still. something, but it's just like to me, this whole situation is it's just really poorly written. Like the entire rest of this, and also the guy who plays vote votive or whatever, um, Colonel v- votive, the American yeah. guy. He, like, the way he says things, it just doesn't sound like he's been a, a spy for very long. Like, he's not the leader of the group. He, like, tries to tell Indy what to do, and Indy doesn't listen to him. So it's just, like, I don't know. Like, it just kind of seems like he doesn't really know what's going on or what's up. Like, he's supposed to be more superior than Indy, right? Right. I, you'd think, but it just, this whole episode was off. In so many ways. So many ways, yeah. The, um, the, the, just the feelings just did not go, like, I, to me, it just didn't have the right tone. Yeah, definitely not. So they have to, they have to climb a mountain to get to this POW camp, um, because they have to go, like, deep inland into the wool, into the woods, and they're just, you know, you just see some rock climbing scenes for a minute. They're all just, like, helping each other out. They're being, like, supportive, and they're getting there. And then they get to the camp, and they're like, oh, this must be the POW camp. And they're like, oh, should we go down there and investigate? And they're like, no, let's let's hit it on the way back. And, yeah, so I guess they're they going to a castle. Ha- <laughs> and, and not... Okay. <laughs> I need to get to my notes after this. <laughs> okay. So... so uh, the episode felt a little off at, at this point. They're just, they're doing whatever. They weren't really doing anything. And then immediately when they go like, yeah, let's hit the camp on the way back. They go, yeah, because we still have an hour to get to that. And then it like turns to the castle <laughs> and it goes like, da, da, da. And then like, and then like light, yes. like lightning strikes and like bats fly out of the tower. And I'm like, <laughs> I'm like. This looks like something from a Dracula movie. Is this, is this a haunted castle full of ghosts or some shit? Like, it was so ridiculous. 
like everything after this felt like fucking Scooby Doo, man. Oh like, my it god, was it was like Scooby Doo, but not ridiculous. Like nothing but was not fun, fun at all. Like it was awful. Like Scooby Doo mixed with The Shining, almost. Like what the fuck? <laughs> yeah, I totally agree with you. It, so knowing that going into this part of this, it would have been nice to know because we have like. We were not prepared for this. Like they, they got there, no. and and no. Indy's like, <laughs> "I'm gonna climb this wall," and the Colonel's like, "I'm gonna look for a door." <laughs> I know it was so stupid. He's like, like, trust yes. me, trust me, this is the way to go. And they're like, "I'm just gonna go look for a door," and Indy's like, "Trust me." <laughs> Trust me, there's no door. <laughs> so Indy throws the grappling hook and he starts climbing and he's like stumbling up. He's like, I've done this thousands of times, you guys. Just trust me. I got this. And so he's, he's climbing and then he makes it over and he like falls through this like ceiling. Yeah. He, just, he should be dead. Yeah, like, he lands so hard. He lands so hard. <laughs> Oh, it's like no. a bunch of wood just like falling around him, and then and then Colonel Votis just comes in on the other side. He's like, I found a door. And yeah. I'm just like, what the fuck? No, like they just were not a very good team of people. Like to me, they were just like no. so random. It's <laughs> so stupid. And then they find people impaled, yes. and that's when they're like, oh, it must be Vlad the Impaler. And so I have his Wikipedia page up. This guy is fucking Dracula. <laughs> like, yes, they do say that it was it was supposed to be Dracula that Vlad, Vlad the Impaler was like Dracula. Um, he was like a... Yeah. Yeah, like a completely lunatic dude who just completely like used to stab people and, and like Indy runs and into drink a... their blood or something. So, okay, so this part actually reminded me of Indiana Jones, like the actual movies because he runs okay. into the pole and downslides a dead person on the pole, right? So it's like... Yeah. To me, that was like very reminiscent of normal Indiana Jones um and but for some reason this this <laughs> like all the people that are with him they just they're so they're just kind of stupid and they don't really like it I thought that they were trying to invoke the feelings of an actual Indiana Jones movie but it just didn't yeah. it didn't get there because it was just so outlandish when they were inside this like it just didn't seem right to me I don't know I don't know exactly what it was but you know and and it and it only gets worse. <laughs> it does. It's it's I, like I, the part with the impaled people was like, okay, this is fine, you know. But the fact that they just walked into this place was just strange to begin with. And you're like, they didn't even see them going through the door, and like, I don't know, very Scooby Doo. Yeah. So they they head into the first room that's like a dining room or something. Like, they're just walking around. Like no one's there to greet them. Like nothing happens. Yeah. And all the candles are lit, so someone's definitely there. Yeah. And they, you know, it's a very creepy place. There's like bumps and and moans and creaks and like all all the haunted house shit. Yeah. And um. Oh my and god. And so they get into this room, and a ball of lightning Uh-oh. just like busts through the window. Oh my god. And, and the, it, the idea for like, this. What is what? this? <laughs> the doctor's like, this is a completely normal phenomenon. Lightning is attracted to the room and it creates a lightning ball. I've never seen it before. You know? And it's, Yeah. And I'm like, sure, guy, that fucking makes sense. Yeah. And this, like, 90s ass, like, 
uh, look on this, like, I don't know. It just it just did not look very realistic, but... No, it looked so fake, and it hovered there for, like, a bit, and then it, like, and then it bounced off of the walls, and then, and then, and then busted through a door. Like, I don't know. And then a second one shows up. I don't know. It was just... Uh, I haven't... <laughs> So my my note here says this is definitely a haunted castle. So they are snooping around like the freaking Scooby Doo gang, and a ball of lightning comes through the window and it's flying around. And I said, "Great, now there's two. Like, yeah, it. I don't know why that like this got past the writing room floor. Like, whoever proposed this, they're like, guys, there's f- this phenomenon where the lightning makes a ball, and they were like, hell yeah, how are we gonna shoot that? Like." I'm gonna animate it. We got this, guys. Like, why did they think that was a good idea? It just, it was just so strange to me. Yeah, and I was just, and and at some, for some reason, they're, so they just continue snooping around. Votus just, like, hears a laugh or something and runs. And I, yeah. And I have an all, I have an all caps here. Stay together! Stay <laughs> together! Yes, like, after the, the room is, like, on fire, they're like, we better go check out yeah, this other room, which definitely was very shining for me, because they were, like, going to check all the different rooms, and the rooms had different stuff in them, like, different creepy yeah, stuff. Yeah, so this first room he comes in, the blood's, like, dripping from the ceiling, like, something had just been, like, murdered upstairs, and it's just, like, the blood is just seeping through the ceiling. Yeah. And it's very... Which was it's cool. very horrific. Yeah. Very cool. Very shining. <laughs> very shining. And then, and then it just, and just the whole... Like, they're like, what the hell's happening? Like, what's happening up there? And then, like, the wall, it just keeps spreading. Like, like just a ton of blood is just, Yeah, like, it's, like, falling down. Well, dripping. not the woman also gets, like, possessed at one point. And she, like... Right! She, like, grabs herself and, like, falls to the floor with having a seizure. Which just, again, didn't make any sense. Like, I don't know what... I, I would... It's just, like, we don't usually have these kind of, like... Um, aside from the, the yeah, aside from the fourth Indiana Jones, there's not a lot of like supernatural stuff. I guess the first one is kind of supernatural with like the whole dead people situation thing, like the the you know where they're like being swirled around, and then I mean th- there is supernatural elements to Indiana Jones, but not like a haunted house. Like it's more of like architecturally, like this is an ancient, you know, uh. I don't know, the South American ritual or something, you know what I mean? Yeah, with, like, a very cultural people that still believe in these, like, spiritual aspects and believe in this, like, afterlife type of ritualistic situations. Like, stuff like that. It still seems to be very with the history, with the culture. Like, it's not just some random lightning ball in a a haunted house. Well, this isn't, again, this is not random either because, like, I feel like they are believing that Vlad the Impaler is a real person and that he's haunting this and that Dracula is a real person. So, like, this is their culture, I guess. It's just, it's so so, on the nose. in Transylvania. Yeah. Yeah. It's just ridiculously specific. It's just so stereotypical. Yeah. (laughs) It's just, it's like, oh, okay. But the fact that, like, the guy runs upstairs after getting, like, his hand like gets burned and then he goes to the room where it's like all all freezing icy yeah everything's yeah. all icy and you're like okay again just like the shining like really interesting strange room and this guy's boots are all that's left of him like yeah like he's smoking and it looks like he just blew up in place like he just combusted and just he's gone yeah like, like again 
not something a spy would do. Like, it just seems like they're acting completely irrationally. And, like, the guy, especially, like, the colonel, like, I wanted him to survive. Like, he dies immediately. It's like, what the fuck? Yeah, and at this point, I was like, have they been drugged? Like, are they seeing things? Yeah, that's what what I was thinking. Is someone someone gonna come out and say, like, oh, surprise? Like, I don't know. Like, it just, it... Was I was ridiculous. convinced. I was so confused. I was convinced until the very, very, very end of this, like when he was on the table. Like I thought they were all gonna come out and be like, "Well, Indy, you you were getting too cocky, so we had to set this whole thing up for you, so you got scared again." <laughs> <laughs> so like, like just from him reacting that way in the last, yeah. in the last mission, <laughs> just being like, Maybe. "Well, Indy, you were being too cocky. We had to set this whole mission up for you, so you thought everybody was dead. Everybody, come out!" And they're gonna be like, "Sorry, Indy, we we really got you going there." You know, it was like a complete punked. Right. Yeah. I I was waiting for something sort of like that as well. So it just and it just and it just gets worse. So, <laughs> um, so they see the tower, and. And, uh, what is it? So, so they hear more noises and they're like, oh, it must be in the tower. And then I'm like, oh, the tower from the prophecy. Yes. And, and they finally go up and see, uh, Dracula or whatever, Vlad the Impaler. Like, I don't know. This guy's like dressed up in historical garb and he look he Mm -hmm. looks like he's been dead for thousands of years. He definitely does. And, uh, he, he shows that the people he'd captured have been turned into the undead and... They're like kind of hypnotized by him, like like they want to be, they want to stay with him. So yeah. like they're just undead, her undead minions or something, and they're like having dinner around this fancy table, and they're like it was very, again, felt very shining esque almost. Like yeah, she tried definitely. to like approach them and be like, and be like, honey, my fiance, I love you, and he's like, he's like, what are you a dog? Get away from me! Yeah, and it's, she was just being, he wasn't being himself, and it was all just very weird, and. Very surreal, almost. It had no, um, like, actual explanation, pretty much. It was just, like... No! Yeah. It, you know, like, usually in... Even in Scooby-Doo, there's explanations, you know? Right. Yeah, there was always, like, a reason. Like, they uh, like they took the mask off the person, and it was like... It's like, oh, the, the old theater director? Why'd you do it? <laughs> and then, like... <laughs> yeah. Like, Why? And he goes... He goes, that new theater put me out of business and I had to do something to make to make them not get any business. Yeah, exactly, exactly. And I would have gotten away with it too if it weren't for you and that stupid dog. <laughs> like, yeah, I mean, that's that's honestly what I thought that the end of this was going to be like because it just was going there. But it like, wasn't. Fucking, oh my gosh. And the second you saw Dracula with his like crazy binicular rabbit teeth. Oh, oh my, my gosh. Oh my god, the rabbit teeth though. Oh my god. This whole like he's fall he's like walking them through like down the stairs like away. it's just it's just it's very creepy in a like strangely off-putting way in a sense that like we're supposed to be enjoying this episode but it just it's just not that enjoyable at all it's just like incredibly like off-putting especially after that what like what happened in istanbul you know with the whole spy situation it just seemed like yeah, there was already a lot of death and there's just more death yeah it was just a really like death-filled episode um and just like really unsatisfying (laughs) 
Yeah, so so the the doctor died. I think he got shot or something, or he well, the, or he got no, stabbed. The doctor ended up revealing that he was actually at, at the dinner <gasps> that he was actually right. one of the Austrian doctors who who like uh, was on the like a, he was a bad guy. He performed like right. things on people and stuff. So um, he ended up dying because someone shot him. Or yeah, something, somebody. Or? Uh, oh yeah, the she shot him. The girl shot him because she threw a knife at him. Right? She, he shot his. She he shot her fiance, and then the fiance she threw the knife at the the doctor. Yeah, that's what yes, happened. Yes, yes. Yeah. Um. So he so he was down. Um. And then Indy, Maria, and the burly guy get taken up to the tower. Yes. And the burly guy gets Frankenstein'd. Like I guess so. Gets, yeah, uh, he, gets, he gets his blood drained. Yeah, he gets his blood completely drained, and Dracula drinks it. I think. Yeah, or something like that. Uh, he like bites him with his rabbit teeth, and then <laughs> like kills, like drains his blood, and then um, he gives Maria some like sleeping stuff to make her sleep, and so he goes and puts her on on the bed while he then tries to give it to Indy, and then when he thinks Indy is is passed out, he un handcuffs him and Indy like punches him. Yeah. And there's like a tussle. Yeah. And Maria was faking it too. She like spits it out of her mouth and she gets up and she starts helping kind of like she helps for like the first the first part of the battle but then doesn't help during the second part. Um yeah. So like they're they're tussling. They go outside. He like pushes like Indy's getting like choked or something, and he like throws the guy off the side of this bridge or something between the two towers, and yeah. the guy falls. The guy falls like all the way to the bottom. So they're like, he he. The, did you see the way that this guy fell? I mean, we get to see the shot of his body flying down and landing on the ground, and it looks like a dummy falls on the ground. Like it just looks yes, awful. Yes, it does. It, it does. It was it was it absolutely like a hilarious. Legit dummy. Yeah. Yeah. I was just like. Really? The, like, that shot was so cheesy. And Indy's like, oh, okay, he's dead. And Maria's like, no, he's not dead. And he, and Indy, who hasn't, like, quite picked up on this, she's like, she's like, no, he's undead, remember, you dummy? We yeah. gotta go, we gotta take him to the fork, to the crossroads, and then we gotta get a wooden stake. Yeah. And I'm like, I'm like, and don't forget the garlic. Yeah. Like, <laughs> But he can go out in the sun, like, apparently, because they like, it's daytime now. Yeah. They're at the crossroads. And I was like, oh, is he gonna catch on fire? They and lay like, him no, down. And as soon as they lay him down, this guy opens his eyes and grabs Indy, like, grabs Aria, and then he, Indy stabs him with the stake. Yeah. They have like the stake sitting there, and then he wakes up, and she goes, "Do it!" And then he like takes the hammer, and like stakes him in, and then he like then he like blows up, kind of. They like leave him there. Um, yeah, <laughs> he like starts. So they like he falls he falls over with his rabbit teeth and all that shit, and uh, yeah, and, and he falls back, and then they put they conveniently put a uh, like sheet over, over him so that he can start. Um, <laughs> He can start smoking like smoking, and then he appears then he in the sky, up. and oh, his, yeah. his, <laughs> oh, yeah. his rabbit teeth are just like he, he just like up. <laughs> right. There's an explosion, a massive he explosion, blew. like huge, and, and the then, smoke. Yeah, yeah. I don't know and how the smoke like, goes up. Yeah. <laughs> And his, and his, his face, face appears in the smoke. 
<laughs> and he's just like, ah. like, I'm like, what the fuck? Yeah. And then they walk, they walk to the POW camp and everyone's dead because they were all like his undead people. And, and it ends. Yeah. Like, <laughs> it's done. That's how it ends. Like, that's the end of the episode. Like, the girl is there. She didn't die. Everybody else died. Every every other person, um, (laughs) for some reason, died. Uh, Oh, my God. And it was, it was, it just, you know what I was thinking? I I had to pause it around the time where Indy got got put onto the, um, like, right before he got put onto the, uh, the table, I guess to get killed or something. Um, yeah, and I paused it, and I was like, "Oh, it's a uh, you know, it's got to be, um, it's got to be like thirty more minutes of this episode because clearly they they're not going to be finished this anytime soon. Like nobody's really gotten anything done. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I was like, they didn't find out anything like really substantial. Um, it's definitely got to be like take much longer i looked at it it was like five minutes left i'm like really they gotta wrap this story up in five minutes <laughs> was, yeah right i was like okay oh my gosh. i guess i'll just yeah. watch till the end yeah so i mean hopefully this mission was a success because they they found the guy who was like killing people basically uh but how this had anything to do with anything it beats me. I'm really sorry that we didn't um, like play any clips from the second part because it just it just had no like it, it didn't have anything that fun in it. And I guess we could play some I stuff. I feel like but... this mostly I feel like this mostly happens with the second half. We always have a lot of stuff from the first half, but then the second half usually just like goes by so quick and nothing really happens. Like we don't have as many as many clips. Well, a lot of stuff happened in this, and I feel like they tried really hard with this episode, like. The creators of this this episode were like, yes, everybody's going to love this. It's going to be like a haunted house. It's going to be Dracula. And it's going to be like a really like Vlad the Impaler Dracula. So it's going to be kind of historical. I see what they were like, going with. Did this come with. out during Halloween or something? Yeah. Like, this is the Halloween episode? Yeah, like, maybe. What the hell? I mean, honestly, like, I can see. Because, like, on the, on the um, Amazon, it says when it comes out. Yes, Emily. It came out October 26, 1999. Boom! Boom. That's why. So, That's why. It was the Halloween episode. Well, oh my it, yeah. gosh. It says that the Daredevils and Tales of Innocence were also that same date, so I'm a little bit confused about that, but maybe they were just around October. Because a lot They're of them say... Be... No, no, never mind. A, a lot of them say they were in October. It, it's just... You know what? Because of the whole, well, the whole situation with with the VHS release, so it, it kind of fucked it up, I think. But I think it's a good idea to think that this was probably released in October. Yeah, there's... Let, let's hope so, because this definitely feels like a Halloween episode, like, fully. Yeah, just and I mean, fully. I'm not gonna say, like, if this is your favorite episode, like, good on you, but I just think, like, honestly, the writing and the direction for this episode was just not that good. So I think they could have done it a lot better. And it could have been a little bit more feeling like a traditional Indiana Jones um, episode. And I think the first half of the episode was more like that because he was a spy. But the second half just just really went off the rails and did not structure the second half of the episode very well. 
Yeah, and it just and it just seems like with not very many episodes left that they would really be getting into something substantial, like like the last part of of Indy's, of of you know of young Indy. Like, yeah, I mean we're getting to the end. Why are they wasting their time with this type of episode? Like, yeah, I don't again, know. I'm, I'm gonna. I'm gonna keep repeating myself probably that these newer episodes just don't feel the same as Baby Indy. Um, they they just really don't have that charm as much. Some of them do. Like, some of the halves do, since we do get basically two halves every episode. Some of them are good, obviously, but a lot... It feels like a hit or miss to me. Yeah, I, uh... We have four more episodes of, of Indy, so... Um, let's let's really hope they turn this around. Yeah. What, what do you what do you rate what do you rate the cells on <sighs> Um, I'm I give this four impaled people out of ten impaled people. Perfect, perfect. I'm I'm gonna go with a nice uh, with um, <laughs> let's see, or three three half say... coins. D- that's that. So wait, so three half coins. So actually one and a half. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, four ha- eight half coins because it gives it a four, like I'd said earlier. Um, I'm gonna give it. I'm gonna give it three severed fingers out of <laughs> out of ten. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, not my favorite. No. Definitely not my favorite. I hope. I hope a next next episode's better. Um. We're we're really getting close to the end here, guys. We're really gonna try and we're, we're gonna try and finish these in, in a decent time. Oh, I know. <laughs> I, really, I really don't want to spend another year on indie. We're we not gonna really, pasta should... this. We're gonna we're gonna do it right. <laughs> don't bring up pasta. <laughs> <laughs> That's gonna be our biggest regret for as long as we live. Honestly. Damn it. <laughs> damn it. <laughs> damn, damn it, Sam. Oh, oh man. Oh man. All right. If you if you enjoyed this episode, um. Please, please rate it. You can rate us on uh, Apple Podcasts and Google Play or Google Podcasts, whichever one it is. Um, if you had any thoughts or feelings or uh, opinions or anything on this episode, you can leave comments on, on under the SoundCloud episode or on Facebook or on any of our social media, really. But just search All By The Popcorn Podcast on Facebook and like our page. Uh if you need notifications on future episodes, you can follow our other social media. We've got Twitter at By the Popcorn and Instagram at All By the Popcorn Podcast. And if you want to give us suggestions on future episodes, I mean, we're going to be ending this one fairly soon. If, if there's a show that you'd like us to talk about next, let us know. We have a few items in the pipeline, um, a few ideas, but let us know what you want us to talk about next. You can email us at All By the Popcorn Podcast at gmail.com or All By the Popcorn at gmail.com. Sounds great. Thanks for listening, everybody. Thanks, everyone. Bye. Bye. The best way to give someone a gift they'll never forget is to give a gift they'll always use. American Giant makes clothes that just keep getting better with age, like their iconic full-zip hoodie that's designed to last for decades. And a gift they'll wear for years is a gift that keeps on giving. But American Giant makes a lot more than just hoodies. They have impossibly comfy sweaters, classic tees, soft, structured sweatpants, even classic everyday denim. 
All made right here in the USA with a quality you'll have to feel to believe. Be a gift-giving giant this holiday season at American-Giant.com and get 20% off your first order when you use code GRATEFULAG23. That's 20% off your first order at American-Giant.com, promo code GRATEFULAG23.